okay. Check, check. One, two. Mic check. Can you hear me? <laughs> yep. Can I hear you? Can you hear me? I think I can. Can you hear me now? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, good news. We're off to a better start than last time. Um, so this is the Sith List, and this is episode number two. And from now on, my episodes are going to be called Sipisodes, thanks to my friend Tim. Because I, I like that. It's amazing. Yeah. It's very clever. Tim's good. I, yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of it, but whatever um yes so i'm amanda and i am joined by my lovely friend jennifer what's hey. up how's it going it's going man i'm ready to rock and roll how was the first day of your new job dude it was good yeah i think it's gonna you know it's gonna be a good fit that's awesome yeah I was just thinking and talking at work about everything that's going on, but I'm like, at least I am still blessed enough to have a job. Amen. Even though my job is a shit show and crazy, <laughs> it's still a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of people that are not as fortunate. I know. That's for sure. That we can even sit here with our, our microphones and our lists and our computers and talk about stupid shit. Yeah, we're, we're definitely better off than some other people. So for sure, we'll we'll be blessed, especially tonight. Um, we're recording on election night, so you know, hopefully, I can get this out before all of our rights are taken away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't have to go down that road, but I just had to get one of those in real quick <laughs> before I lose my right as a woman to speak in public. Let's see if I can get this episode on the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh so man. anyway i'm already two glasses of wine in thanks to um election 2020 what are you drinking i am drinking um 19 crimes again seriously mm -hmm. i need these people to sponsor me for real um but this one is called the cali red and it has snoot dog on the label awesome can't it's go wrong amazing. with snoop um so you like do you know, you know about 19 Crimes? Like, I know you listen to my other yes. episode. Okay. So when you do the label, it's Snoop's face, and he starts talking, and he says all these different phrases, and it is cool. Yeah, that's a very interesting idea that someone had. Yeah. I, I was really kind of hoping when he talked that he would talk about some of his crimes. Like, it, is he going to talk about weed, or is he going to talk about that time he didn't murder somebody? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. He didn't, but it was still pretty cool. And Murder uh, was the case. It, it, oh, my God. That song is so <laughs> old. <laughs> I love how you just pulled that right out of your head. Like, I listened to it yesterday. Yeah, I mean, that's, you that know. That was a good one. Famous. I remember how, like, dramatic the music was in that song. Like, okay, are we going to see an execution in this music video? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I will say that I don't care for the flavor of it as much as I did the other one. Um, it's good, but it's pretty grapey. Oh, which yeah. Which isn't always my favorite. So That's too bad. I, I like it, but I don't know that I would like, like it enough to drink it again. But the bottle is cool, and even the cork has a picture of his head on it. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, mm. So what do you have, and is it in a can? Um, I got a little bit fancier tonight <laughs> and I am not drinking out of a can. Um, I actually have a friend that sells for Scout and Cellar. And so I just got my order in today and I am drinking a 2019 Sonoma Coast Chardonnay called yeah. Fieldhouse 301. Yeah. And it's pretty delicious. Is that, um, so that's not local then. How did you, I've never heard of that one. How'd you hear of that? So, because my friend sells it. Okay. She, um, she put stuff on Facebook and they had a, so it's a Thanksgiving pairing that Ooh. they did and it's four different bottles of wine and it's, you know, <laughs> supposed to be for Thanksgiving, but well, <laughs> you know. Okay, which one goes with mashed potatoes? Because I need that immediately. Right? I don't know. <laughs> I'll ask. Um, but I, I can give you her info and you can uh, check it out. But, I mean, you yeah, have this, a friend that sells wine and you can tell me I feel attacked. I just learned about this, honestly. Um, 
recently because we were, we worked together at Tapstone and both got laid off. And so we finally connected on like LinkedIn and Facebook. And um, I saw that she was doing this and it's like, well, I love nice. one. <laughs> what, right. What's the price point like? Um, so I think I'm pretty sure that that Thanksgiving um, deal was 99 plus shipping. Okay. So like all together for the four bottles of wine was like $135 or something. Okay. That's not terrible. And they actually have a guarantee on their wine, which is really cool because if you don't like something that you order, then they will credit your account for you to try something else. Interesting. What if I don't like it, but I still drink the whole bottle? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'll have to find that out for you. Okay. Well, send me your info and I'll share a link in the the episode notes. So maybe more people can uh, help her out on her wine journey. (laughs) Heck yeah. I bet she would not be mad. And tell her I want to be a grape stomper. Grape stomping. Apparently they don't do that anymore. That's unfortunate because I could totally Lucy that. I could exactly. I could Lucy that shit right there. When, when and it we, would be fun, right? When we went to um, Napa for my 40th birthday, and I said, "Can we please find somewhere that you can stomp grapes?" And they were like, "Oh, we don't do it that way anymore." And I was like, "Okay, okay, rude." <laughs> but in Grapevine, Texas, close to where I live, they do have a grape stomping. so you can still go do that so well that's cool it's on my bucket list so i guess i need to check it out heck yeah yeah i like it oh real quick tangent just for people that are listening and don't understand our references um we recorded an episode two days ago and my dumbass forgot to save it so yeah it was so good too it was really good maybe we can do it again at another time and sort of recreate the magic but i just felt like there's no way we could recreate that two days later. No. Yeah. Well, and I think it takes away when you know the other person's list. Very true. Even if you can't figure out what the <laughs> one of them was. Yeah, you're going to remember it by the time we're done. I have faith. I hope, um, I hope so. We were going to just run through our top five real quick that we did do, which was murder mystery films. But I'm going to give Jennifer time to redeem herself with the last one that she can't remember. Yeah. I I can't. I just can't. That's why you keep all your notes. I know. <laughs> You're like, I'm Let's never learn. doing this podcast again. What the fuck? <laughs> yes. I'm having good times. Good. You and better. the lists that we came up with, dude, Stephen was throwing yeah. out some good lists. So I'm down for a lot of the ones he threw out. I know. Me too. Stephen needs to keep them coming. I was yep. like, look at Stephen being all supportive and shit. I know. <laughs> and he said he'd even do a podcast with you. So. That could get really interesting. It could. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave um, politics out of it. <laughs> well, leave politics out of it and tell him to uh, leave his junk out of it. Why is this guy <laughs> always talking? How come every time he calls us, he's naked? <laughs> no. He likes to be free. <laughs> hey, I, I don't blame him. So, so you know I have an insulin pump, right? Um, yeah. So I usually keep it in my bra. Um, a lot of people, like especially guys, will clip it to the, you know, their pants waist or whatever but um i just always keep it in my bra because it's it's not like i'm ashamed of it but i just i just like to keep it discreet yeah well they have these um well to, so to go back a second because i do that i have to sleep in a bra so i sleep in like sports bras or like you know something cozy but it's still i mean do you know how good it feels to just sleep naked like yeah yeah you don't I sleep think in about my drawers that's it <laughs> You don't think about it so you can't do it anymore. So I got this thing on Etsy and it's a it's like a garter, like a lace garter with a pocket and it and you wear it on your leg. Oh. So good idea. I've been doing that and letting the ladies breathe some fresh air at night now. Wow. Good for you. I think they're it's very kind of you. <laughs> Taking care of the tatas. Yeah, I got to, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that reminds me I have to get a mammogram next month. See, okay. I don't have to give one until I'm 45. My doctor's Why? like, no, nope, you're good. You don't have a family history. You're good. Oh, well, so, I've, got, yeah. I've got three people in the family, like close immediate family. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
definitely um, get it done. 45? Dang. Oh, crap. Yeah. Jackie Poo, I'm going to have to edit you out. Come on. Uh, way to go, Jack. Right? Jackhole. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> His girlfriend from next door is outside, and they, um, he can hear her all the way from upstairs, even if she doesn't bark. It's like he knows she's out there. He starts whining. And our neighbors said that their dog does the same thing. If he's outside, she goes crazy until you let her out. Nice. It's it's love, but they're separated by a fence. Oh. Mm. Not to mention she could eat him in in a half a bite. Right. She's a big dog. (laughs) Cute. Okay. So uh, this time I'm going to download the episode. And uh, it's a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to remind you throughout. To yeah, please do. Control S. <laughs> I, was, I was in such a hurry to go uh, to the drive-in movie theater that I forgot to download the episode. So I believe that's mind. what made it disappear. Yep. But what we're going to talk about tonight is our top five favorite book to screen adaptations. And we decided to go with movies and TV shows. Um, just which, in case which made it a lot fucking harder thanks a lot jen i know you're welcome <laughs> funny enough um none of the tv series actually made it in my top five <laughs> so nice. It was nice absolutely unnecessary but my long list has a couple Mine of two so i mean yeah okay well one tv show nothing. made mine so thanks for throwing that in there this one just one. Oh. So, uh oh. Wait, no TV shows make it into yours? Oh, no. I thought you were saying on your list. No TV shows make it onto my top five. That can't be right. Yeah. We're going to have to have a discussion. I know. Because the one I thought was number one. <laughs> I guarantee you it's on my long list. Okay. Okay. Well, besides the 20 seconds that we just had, we yeah. have not discussed these with each other. So now that we got that out of the way and we know a little bit more, how many of the five do you think we'll have in common? Um, One. Okay. I also think what, well, I take that back. I thought one, but now I'm not sure. I am still going to go with one because there's one other one that I think we might have. So Okay. All right. One, we got it. All right, so number five, what do you got? The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Just kidding. Oh, oh man, I was about to get all like, I was about to start crying. And, oh, oh, that crazy. actually was really good and one of my favorites, but no, I'm just kidding. My I'm number like, I'm five. I'm going to need a cuddle session. <laughs> right. Uh, my number five is actually... The 2005 Stieg Larsson Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Okay. Okay. Made into the 2009 Swedish version with Nomi Rapaz, however you say her name. <laughs> um, yeah, she's the Swedish version is where it's at. I mean, I know the English version has Daniel Craig, but it's way better in Swedish interesting have you watched it uh have you read it and watched it the swedish version no yes (laughs) Um, you need to it's it's a lot of reading which is honestly this is why it's number five on my list because i did have to read you know the subtitles um and just getting into the book because of all of the swedish references and and currency and stuff you have to kind of push through that's so much work. Um, it is. It's a lot. And so that's why it's number five. But still, the as far as book to movie goes, they did a fin- fantastic job. So okay. Okay. that's my number five. Well, I did watch Parasite and I had to read subtitles through that, but it was still phenomenal. So I'm not against yeah. subtitles. Um, I just can't watch them with you know who because he can't mm. read as fast as I can. So Right. Yeah. Ugh, but another subtitle. But he's so pretty. Movie. He is pretty. <laughs> I I don't want to get off on a tangent, but Life is Beautiful in Italian. Oh, so amazing. Yes. So okay. amazing. 
So I have seen that um, before or right after, like around the Oscar time was when I watched it. That's the only time I've seen it. Oh, so good. Because that was the guy that uh, the director kissed Halle Berry, like really deeply on stage at the Oscars, right? Yeah. And then the the main actor like climbed over the seats. (laughs) He was so excited. He like climbed over the seats to accept his award. (laughs) I mean, so shit, cute. I'd be knocking people down if I won an Oscar. I'd be like, right. you're getting the so stiff cute. arm. Get out of my way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, Swedish version of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo okay. is my number five. Yeah. What's your number five? My number five is one that we talked about the other day, so we don't have to go too deep into it, but it is Gone Girl. Yes. From 2014. Now, I am not as sophisticated as you because I did not write the year the books came out. Um, uh, well, just, it's okay. Just the year the movies came out. Yeah. Um, but I thought that, you know, obviously the book, it, it gives you a little bit more depth, especially into more into Nick. Amy, I mean, they give you more crap. <laughs> <laughs> You heard that, right? I did, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's cool. Um, (laughs) Okay. So the book gives you a lot more depth into both of them, but between the book and the movie, you get the gist that Amy is batshit crazy out of her damn mind. Right. Um, Rosamund Pike was phenomenal. She pulled off the, the creepy but sexy and just like ice cold heartless bitch like i don't know i i thought she was awesome i Um, having not read the book but seeing the movie i would agree with that like she did a good job playing that character yeah and she definitely pulled off amy like she she did justice to the book for sure Mm -hmm. um you know and she was nominated for an oscar for best actress for it which was cool yeah um I also think Ben Affleck did a great job as Nick, kind of like the, you know, down home, uh, mama's boy, oh, poor me, everything bad happens to me, blah, 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 but I'm mm-hmm. still so cute. Um, in the book, you get a lot more into him, but for the most part, they kept pretty close to everything. There's just a few little things, but I feel like they really brought the book to life, and um, uh, yeah, so... I loved it, obviously. Good. Yeah, good one. So, good. They did a good job, and there wasn't a lot of discrepancy, so that's one of the things I look for. So. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I did with my list. Um, right. It doesn't mean that they're my favorite, but as far as you know, sticking as close to the book as as they could, I think that's what I kind of based this on. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, number four. What's your number four? My number four is a 2015 Paula Hawkins book. (gasps) 2016 Emily Blunt, Justin Thoreau, Luke Evans movie, Girl on the Train. Okay. That made my long list. That is a good one. It was really, really well done. They didn't deviate from the book too much at all. Right. And I thought that all of the actors and actresses did just a phenomenal job. And I love Emily Blunt. I know. I do too. And she did a really good job of portraying, um, uh, what's her name? Rachel? Is that her name? The character? Um, I think so. Uh, the, you know, the, the drunk and the blacking out and mm-hmm. the, you know, just self, the self pity, I think is really hard to pull off. Um, at, as an actor, if you don't, know how that feels or whatever but yeah she did a really good job yeah i agree with that she's one of my favorites yeah mine too and how freaking hot is justin thoreau why is he always yeah. gotta be trying to kill people right God, why do you so always hot. have to be a bad guy Ugh. and i luke evans too i like him yeah. as well um the, they just had a good cast and good material to work with so it it yeah. really came off very well the uh, the book is really good. It has a lot of good twists. Um, I will say at some point I did see the ending coming part of it, but it took a long time. Yes. So I, 
I was very impressed with how long it kept me guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Same. All right. Good one. Yeah. What's your number four? Um, my number four is a classic book, anyway. Um, and there's been several films made of it, but I'm only going to go with one. It is 2013 Leonardo DiCaprio mm. movie, The mm. Great Gatsby. Yep. That one was on my long list as well. Yeah. I love that book. F. Scott Fitzgerald is an amazing writer. And I even like the 1974 movie with Robert Redford. You know, it's a, obviously before our time a little bit, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> just a little, not much, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, first of all, Boz Lerman. Is it Boz or Baz? I think it's Boz. Either way. Boz. He's amazing. Moulin Rouge is also one of my favorite movies. His his storytelling ability with just visuals and music is spot on. Yeah. Like, it, it's always so beautiful. Um, the soundtrack to this movie is incredible. Uh-huh. Um, it's, you, you really get the feeling of the book of, like, the opulence and like the extravagance of their lifestyle. Whereas yes. In the other movie, I don't feel like you get that as much. I mean, also it was the seventies, but um, right. And I feel like all the actors did a good job. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio I really don't think he can ever go wrong. Um, yeah, he's a fave. I thought Toby McGuire was good as um, oh crap, Nick. I think is his name. Mm -hmm. uh, you know he's kind of kind of schlumpy and kind of like oh look at this uh, new guy that moved in next door and I'm so obsessed with him but um, I like I like the the artistic value for sure I do too um, and the costumes were yeah. so amazing yeah I mean New York 1929 they really just captured the essence of that and yeah yeah I, I could watch it over and over even if I didn't like the story which I do but mm -hmm. just for the visual aspect and the sound aspect. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It's so good. Now I want to watch it again. <laughs> you can. I listen to the soundtrack a lot. I'm not going to lie. I've downloaded it on iTunes and it's one of my favorites. It's You know, sometimes you listen to albums and it's like you have to skip certain songs. On that one, I really don't have to skip any. There's maybe like one that I don't super care for, but I'll listen to the whole thing and not skip any songs. Well, that's good. That's always a good testament. Yeah. All like right. It. Well, zero for two. So let's see. <laughs> number three, what do you have? Uh, my number three is also a classic. 1844, Alexandra Dumas. Oh. <laughs> 2002, so Guy funny. Pierce, Jim Caviezel, Richard Harris, The Count of Monte Cristo. Mm -hmm. Love, love, love it. And I know there are other versions, but that one is my favorite because as we discussed in our deleted podcast, <laughs> I love Guy Pierce. Thank you, ass. <laughs> Control S. <laughs> He's amazing. Guy Pierce is just, he's so good. And Jim Caviezel, I love. And Richard Harris, I love. Um, and they just did a really, really good job of of taking the content of the book to the yeah. screen. In, in all of the versions of it, you know, it's hard to deviate from that. But it's so good. And it's, and a, great, it's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got, like, love and traitors and napoleon mm -hmm. <laughs> prison prison escapes i mean just all kinds pirates ah oh, it's just so good it's one of those books that it's like it's required reading in high school so you're just like meh but if you read it on your own or read it after it's like okay well this shit's pretty good <laughs> this is really good yeah yeah, yeah. It, they just they don't write stuff like that anymore. <laughs> they don't, which is kind of sad. I mean, all of the classics are just, you can't replace them. I know. And it's I hard agree. to get anything that's actually as good. And we love yeah. to read. So exactly. So we yeah. know. We We're like experts. to read. And we know how to read. That's right. 
I can read good. Uh, exactly. Boy. <laughs> Okay, let me edit that out so my OCD doesn't go crazy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I like that one. That's a good choice, and I haven't seen that in a long time, um, but I have seen it, and it's very good. Yeah, we watch it. Anytime we see that it's on, It's that's one of those movies that we watch every single time we see that it's on. Gotcha. And that's, again, why that one made my list. Um too, because it's a good any old time kind of movie. Gotcha. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what's your number three? Okay. So I have, and again, actually I didn't write it down, but I think I already know. I want to say it's like a 1987-ish book, but it might be earlier. Um, but it's a 1990 movie with Kathy Bates. And yes. James Caan, and it is Stephen King's Misery. Yep, I didn't read the book, but the movie I knew was going to yeah. be on your list. <laughs> I kn- I knew that you'd have Stephen King stuff because I know you love to read those. Yes, I I have a a few Stephen King ditties on my long list. Actually, um, it was hard to narrow down, but um, this is another one that pretty much stayed true to the book other than omitting certain things um in the book you get a lot more of the what she really does to basically torture him like if you think the movie's bad the book is worse yeah um but kathy bates i mean first of all can we just talk about how amazing kathy bates is oh absolutely she's the tits like yeah nothing even Waterboy, i wouldn't even say is bad yeah. Like everything she does she is does, amazing. She does a great job in it, whatever's thrown yeah. at her. That girl is the devil. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you read the book, and again, you don't even have to, but she brings Annie Wilkes to life in such an amazing way. Like, truth be told, I read the book after I saw the movie because I saw this movie when I was a kid. But I still think even if I hadn't, I, I would almost read it the way that she says yeah um and she does a good job of capturing the insanity and then also like the the sweetness of annie um yeah and james Conn was really good too um and and i think it's a good movie too just because the whole movie basically takes place in one room that's yeah. hard to pull off it is hard to pull off to and keep people like interested in what's actually going on exactly yep I feel like it's very Hitchcockian a little bit. Like, it definitely keeps you on the edge of your seat, even though there's not much to look at. Yeah. So, and it's a really good book. And, yeah. Very, very good uh, book to screen option. I like it. All right. Awesome. Um, okay. So, zero for three. Mm-hmm. We're getting close to the end. All right. <laughs> I'm still pissed off because the one I thought was going to be your number one, you already said didn't even make your top five. So whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry. (laughs) Number two. What's your number two? Uh, My number two actually won a Pulitzer Prize. Pulitzer Prize. However you say that. Pulitzer? 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 I I think it depends on where you live. (laughs) Tomato, tomato. Yeah. It it won that. Um, (laughs) Oh, wait. Hold on. Real quick. Yeah. Kathy Bates won Best Actress Oscar for Misery. Had to throw that Aww, in there. I forgot. Yeah. I love that. I know. Okay. That's good. So Pulitzer, Pulitzer. Where were we at? Pulitzer. <laughs> yeah. 1960. Classic. Harper Lee. 1962 movie with Gregory Peck and Robert Duvall. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. This was actually Robert Duvall's first like film movie he up to that point had only done tv shows and a tv movie okay so that was his first role on the big screen as boo radley yeah amazing so yeah i mean this movie touched on so many things that at that time were you know such sensitive subjects still yeah. Um, you know, with the like rape. not were, they are. <laughs> well, yes, they are still, yeah. Um, but the rape and 
the racial injustice, stereotyping, um, teaching tolerance and understanding. And I mean, it just has everything that just, it just made it so great because it touched on so many things and the characters are great. And it just, again, book to movie, one of the, the best, I think. Yeah, it's very close. Um, and yeah, Gregory Peck is just spectacular. Um, so handsome. Yeah, no, oh my gosh. So and, handsome. I mean, handsome, yes, but also when I watch that movie, I feel like I identify with Scout and like I just want him to be my dad. Yeah. Like I'm just like, Gregory Peck, can you adopt me? <laughs> right. Um, and Robert Duvall is, yeah, obviously amazing. I, he's had a very long career and I think most things he does are fantastic yeah he is definitely one of my favorite of all time as well um that movie did make my long list uh for sure um i actually love him in the godfather which is another one that made my long list Mm -hmm. um yeah robert duvall's awesome love it such a good choice thanks man what's your number two Uh, well my number two is um not a movie so it's okay the one non-film that made my list and it is the uh, 2017 limited series big little lies yeah i have not seen that what nope i've because i don't like to watch stuff when it's actually on because i like to binge it and i i want it to be done you know like i want to be able to finish it okay so Get HBO Max and binge it and then cancel your free trial. <laughs> oh, I have HBO Max. Yeah, okay. no, we have that. So I okay. can watch it. Well, you But should. that's why I haven't yet. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, it's based on the book by Australian actress. Uh, oh, my gosh. I can never say her name. Uh, I even wrote it down. Moriarty. Mm, yes. <laughs> um. Is it? Now I forgot her first name because I was trying so hard to remember her last name. Lillian Professor Moriarty. Yes. Professor Professor. Moriarty. (laughs) Professor. Um, So the only thing that Leanne, that's her name. The only thing that's really different about it, um, like super different, is the setting. Um, So the book takes place in Australia. She's Australian. So some of the lingo is a little different, like. You know, there was a few things where I'm like, what does that mean? I had to look it up. It's kind of, you know, British lingo if you don't know it. But mm-hmm. um, the, first of all, can we just talk about Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Laura Dern. Huge cast. Shailene yeah. Woodley. Like, just freaking amazing. Um, uh, my favorite scars guard, Alexander. <laughs> He's my favorite, too. He's so handsome. Um. And, you know, it's David E. Kelly, so he's done a million good TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Practice, Ellie Law, Ellie McBeal. Um, the soundtrack is spectacular, again, which is one of my judgments of movies, usually. Um, so, Big Little Lies, if you don't know, is basically, it's a whodunit story. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like um, Desperate Housewives meets, like, Days of Our Lives. Like, it's very soap opera-y at some points. Um, right. But it's also kind of real, because it's not real for us, because these people are rich. They live in Monterey, California, on the beach. Like, so it's not real from that standpoint, but I think the relationship standpoints are more, you know, there's marriage trouble and trouble between moms and kids and trouble between friends. So they really dive into the whole how deep relationships go and how, you know, a perfect life is basically a perfect lie. Like, yeah, if you're portraying a perfect life, that means you have something to hide and they all have something to hide. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they started off with somebody gets killed. You don't know who gets killed and you don't know who did it until the last episode. Hmm. And so, yeah. Well, that's good. At least they wait until the very end and you don't have to, be, you're not like, oh, yeah. Well, now we know. <laughs> yeah. And, powerhouse of women which i'm always for so yes i love it 
please watch it and report back to me. Yes, I will. (laughs) It's been on my list of things to watch for a while now, so. I even think Steven would probably kind of like it. George kind of liked it, and I think Steven would like that kind of stuff better than him. George tried to act like he didn't like it, but he was intrigued, for sure. Yeah. Um, And then there's also a season two, which they basically just kind of took the, which Leanne Moriarty wrote it, but basically took the end of the book and just said, hey, let's keep moving the story forward. Um, okay, take- so the it's only off the first season is the from the book. The first season is the book, yeah. Oh, okay. So the second season was, hey, we got such a great response. Let's see where this story can still go. See, and had I known that, I would have already watched season one. Yeah. Um, Meryl Streep is magnificent. Oh, you I love want- her. You will want to rip her fucking face off. But she's, she's good at so that. She's so evil. But she's yes. so good at that role. You know yeah. how much you know how much you hated her in Devil Wears Prada? Oh, but I loved her so much at the same time. Okay, but you hated her too, right? I did. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you hate her even more. Is she's amazing. Not as much as I hated her in Bridges of Madison County. <laughs> I, I try to block that one from my head. That is like, not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't that, know. Yeah, that's for another list, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I love uh, the book. <laughs> speak, oh, I was about to say, speaking of worst uh, adaptations, because I already have my list for those, too. <laughs> yeah. So you can put that one's just, easy. This is Madison County on yours. That's okay. an easy one. So I am fairly confident by this point we are not going to have one in common. I'm... I could see like a 5% chance that you picked the same one I did. So I, yeah, I would say less than five. Okay. What do you got? Number one, because this is my number one, because again, I can watch, I can watch over and over and over. I can read over and over and over. And it's Charlotte's web. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I mean, come on. Yeah, actually, it's when you give a mouse a cookie. Ugh. Um, No, it's the entire Harry Potter series. Oh, okay. So. You can read Harry Potter over and over. Oh, my gosh. I can. Yeah. Not like, I I have to do it, you know, after a while, but. It takes 17 years to read it once. Oh, no way. (laughs) It totally doesn't. So, yeah. So, 1997 to 2007. J.K. Rowling wrote the books, and starting in 2001 to 2011 is when they started making the movies. So, basically, you know, we get to see this cast of 11-year-old kids grow up through these movies. Right. Um, But the books are amazing, and what really just pulls you in so much is... The phenomenal cast. Oh, yeah. I mean, not even just the kids are great, but dude, you've got Richard Harris, Alan Rickman, Maggie Smith, Robbie Coltrane, Warwick Davis. I just amazing seasoned actors that just bring these characters to life so much. And like Alan Rickman is one of my all time faves. And in this series have you read the books no i have not have you seen all the movies i have not seen all of them no okay <laughs> i'm well, the worst i've seen i'm some not of gonna them. spoil anything i mean i but... pretty much know what happens just because of social media and people you know cultural pop culture right. references and abby yeah. talking about it so i mean i get the gist and, and it's good don't get me wrong it's just not like it's not the thing i go for for sure yeah well like you you love your stephen king books i'm not a huge fan of stephen king books because that's just not what i like to read right um but yeah book to movie they did amazing on every single one like they may have made some necessary changes obviously like all book to movies have to do but right it wasn't anything where i was immediately pissed and pointing it out and it ruined the movie none of them are like that and again it's just the the amazing cast you know once they started making these movies 
the cast is so great that when you're reading, that's who you're seeing. Right. And those are the best kind of books to me. Now my dog's going to bark. That's okay. Shut up, Diane. Uh, hey. <laughs> Hush. Oh, she's so cute, though. Edit. <laughs> Don't Edit. smile at me. Oh. She smiles all the time. I have a crazy smiling dog, and it's amazing. Do you think she's a serial killer? Um, maybe. Like, maybe she was Ted Bundy's dog. Her great-grandma <laughs> was Ted Bundy's dog. <laughs> Her teeth aren't, aren't that messed up, so, you know. <laughs> if she had a, like, super messed up grill like Bundy, I would think yeah. maybe. Maybe. Hey, he's, he's still got his. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, and the fact that her name is Diane is amazing. That yeah. does come with a story, though. Like, it was Jack and Diane. <gasps> so that made perfect sense because she had a brother. Okay, but I have a Jack. You so do have a Jack. So we still do kind of have a Jack and Diane. to get them together. I love it. Maybe she would Jack smile would at smile him more. and try to eat him, probably. Yeah, she probably would. <laughs> Okay, so sorry right, to get off no, on a tangent sorry. about my smiling dog. What? Everybody She's loves those tangents. I know, right? <laughs> I, and please, let's count how many times I've said right. Holy crap. Okay, I'll count that, and then we'll count how many times I've said um. Because this <sighs> is my fourth time doing this now, and I still say um like every other word. <laughs> That's all right. Filler words. Whatever. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to okay. just keep saying them. I know. I've been trying, well, I forget to try not to, so you know what, I am who I am, if you don't like it, go listen to some other stupid podcast. You can you. piss right off. <laughs> exactly. Find someone um, who cares. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, honestly, I didn't even think of Harry Potter, but I think that anybody who is a fan of the series would probably put that as their number one, because you're right, the films are amazing, from what I've heard, the books are amazing. Yeah. Alan I mean, Rickman is spectacular, and I miss him. I know. Me too. And they just, you know, they had such great child actors that yeah. have now become great adult actors because this was their first right. real taste of acting. And yeah, Emma Watson's phenomenal. Yeah. Well, and even Tom Felton. Yeah. I mean... He does kind of get typecast because he's so great at smarmy and <laughs> villainous. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just good all the way around. I yeah. love it. So I'm with you. No, no judgments, even though I, I don't uh, agree as a, a number one, but from a, from an objective standpoint, I could just based on how, the movies and the books have performed and mm -hmm. and from what i've seen i'll, I'll give you that thanks man yeah what's okay. your number one my number one is similar to your number three it is the 1996 film matthew mcconaughey mm -hmm. sandra bullock samuel l jackson kevin spacey donald sutherland ashley what's her name Mm -hmm. Judd, Judd. <laughs> a time to kill yes um John i did Gar not read that book it's so good but, but i did see the movie i will recommend everything john grisham has ever written that i have yeah. read which is pretty much all of it um steven's a grisham fan yeah it's yeah. it's good stuff um all the books are always so much better than the movies mm -hmm. um and actually, I had had two Grisham movies down to number one, and then I ended up throwing a third one in, so I had a really hard time deciding. But um, I think A Time to Kill, because it was his first novel, it pretty much got overlooked after, see, um. Mm, it's all the, right. <laughs> the Firm, after it was made into a movie and did so well, that's when people kind of went back and were like, oh, okay, well, let's check out A Time to Kill. So it was kind of a sleeper at first, even like before the movies and whatnot. It was a banned book after the movie came out, which always piques my interest. Yeah. Um, basically only in Texas because, you know, Texas. <laughs> hey, um, hey, hey. I'm a Texan. I know, I know. <laughs> but come on. This place is a shit show. I mean, can we just... well Only anyway. because you're not a Texan. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Drink, drink some sweet yeah. tea and just... Bleh. Calm down. <laughs> no. 
do you want me to die? No, I'm just kidding. True. Um, I actually don't like sweet tea, which means I can't ever be a Texan because people look at you like you're... You know that when we first moved here, so you know in Oklahoma? Well, back in the day, everybody has sweet tea now, but let's just say like eight years ago. If you wanted sweet tea, you ordered a tea and you asked for sugar packets. Yeah. Now, when you go order tea, you have to specify. But before we moved here, it was just like, oh, I want an iced tea. Okay, I know what I'm getting. When you come to Texas, if you order an iced tea, you get a sweet tea. You have to say unsweet. I'm like, yeah. what? That was different. <laughs> yeah, because that's like a, the staple. Apparently. Sweet tea. No wonder they're all so hopped up. I don't know. So, yeah, Texas banned it because of the racism and graphic violence, but mostly because of the racism. Mm-hmm. Um, so, time to kill you know, very, I think even today, culturally important, you know, it really dives into racism and stereotypes and, and just, it asks a question that people don't ever really want to ask themselves. I mean, even if you take the race part out of it, which is a big part, what would you do if somebody harmed your child? Yeah. I mean, so this little girl is 10 years old. She is kidnapped, raped, and beaten almost to death by two drunk white guys. A 10-year-old mm-hmm. little girl. Yeah. If that was your daughter, would you do the same thing he did? 100%. And, yeah. And that's, you know, that's what the, the lawyer, Jake, that's what he struggles with because he's a lawyer. He's got to uphold the law. But at the same time, he knows damn fucking well he would have done the exact same thing if it had been his daughter. Yeah, and and it makes you ask yourself those hard questions, not to mention the hard questions about can a black person even get a fair trial in a place like that where it's run by white rednecks who think it's okay to rape little girls, you know? Mm-hmm. And you take all that stuff out of it, which is still important. It's just still it's very raw, and I think the movie did a really good job. Um, phenomenal actors, and you know, there's a few different things in the book, and obviously the book's more detailed because John Grisham, but... Um, yeah, but the movie was fantastic. Yeah. That uh, closing statement, Matthew McConaughey, which in the book, that doesn't happen. It happens from a juror, jury member, but still, Matthew McConaughey, just I cry every single time. Like, yeah. And I cringe, and I want to throw up, and it's just like, when they can make you feel something like that, you know it's it's good. Yeah, that was another list that Stephen came up with yesterday is top five movies that make you cry every time. Oh, shit. That is a really good one. And that I is a good pro- one. <laughs> um, let me add it to my list. Where's my pen? Because I, <laughs> I could probably name five right now. <laughs> I know. it's That's a simple one. Um, well, the simple would or not simple would be narrowing it down to five because if you know me, I cry at TV commercials. So, <laughs> yeah, movies are. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, do you have an honorable mention you want to do? One that didn't make your final list. Um, I do. So we did kind of talk about a couple of them. Um, from our last the podcast, podcast that never yeah. was <laughs> yeah. the missing podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere, Shutter Island. Somewhere, Jimmy <laughs> Hop. Somewhere Jimmy Hoffa and Elvis and Tupac are listening to it on a private They island. are. And they're like, these bitches are so cool. <laughs> right? I uh, want to see all of these. That. I want to see all of these yes. movies. <laughs> Somebody get us a VCR. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, so we talked about Shutter Island mm-hmm. um, and how great the book was and how great the movie was. Um, a Simple Favor, I think we talked about as mm-hmm. well. And that was a really great book, too. And then because I said TV series or mm-hmm. whatever that did not make the list, um, I don't know if you've read the Outlander books or seen not. the show. I have not. So both of those, the it's really the first couple of seasons. Um, they line up really well with the first couple of books. And then you just kind of need a break, which yeah. is what I had to do with the books, too. Like I could only read so much of, of these characters and then I needed to pause for a little bit, step away and read something else. Right. But um, their cast is really, really awesome as well. 
Um, So that was my TV series along with Little Fires Everywhere. Yeah, that one was good too. Yeah. So those were my two that were, you know, top of the list for book to show. You didn't make your list? You did make my list. Okay. Yeah. Um, the long list, of course. But right. yeah, it was that one, Pin Badgley. I mean, come on. God. <laughs> what? Could you be any creepier? <laughs> creepier. But also so charming. Yes. Yeah. Creepy and charming. Yeah. He's he was perfectly cast as Joe. You're like, so, if, if I if I didn't think he'd lock me in a basement somewhere, I wouldn't kick him out of my bed. Yeah. I mean, he's just, <laughs> ugh, crazy. He's crazy. He, he was a very good choice. And I actually, when they said Penn Badgley, I'd only seen him in, um, what, Gossip Girl? The Gossip Girl, yeah, yeah. same. So I wasn't super like, how is he going to, but he did really good. And then Right, like, what the shit? Who, really? <laughs> The girl, I can't remember her name, that they cast to play Beck. She mm-hmm. just, I mean, she brought Beck to life so well where you just wanted to slap her in her stupid face for being so stupid. But mm-hmm. then you also, like, felt sorry for her, you know? Yeah. yeah. She was really good. Yeah. Um, Handmaid's Tale didn't make your list? I did not read those books. Oh, okay. Yeah. So but maybe the show, Love. Maybe Except for June's face. <laughs> oh. Maybe that's why the one I was thinking of didn't make your list, because maybe you haven't read the books. Okay, um, what are you thinking where, of? Where the fuck was Game of Thrones on your list? Uh, dude, I tried so hard to to start those books. There's so much detail yeah. to get through. Just, okay. like, right off the bat. That, no. <laughs> I could not push through okay. that much detail. So, yeah, that's why it that is not sense. on my list. Okay. I was sure Game of Thrones is going to be on your list, but honestly, I've never, you know, I, I've never gotten into the show, and now it's like, okay, well, by now it's just too late, and um, so the books, I don't even know. But. Oh, yeah, no, it's not too late. You could totally watch the show. I'm sure. I think but... they did a terrible job of, like, wrapping it up. That's what I heard. But it's, it's a great show hmm. other than the end kind of yeah. like lost <laughs> great show <laughs> other than the end uh, see i liked the ending and even george Ugh. did too we just watched it so y'all just watched it well so steven are... and i started watching it like when it premiered so we yeah. had 10 years invested <laughs> in yeah. this show that that's how they ended it i mean you ugh. really didn't think they were all going to be dead like, yeah, I just, you know, I we did, but <sighs> spoiler alert, they did it. Yeah, sorry if you haven't what? seen Lost. Why didn't you feet. remind me? Why do I keep fucking forgetting to add the spoiler alert? Nobody's listening to our podcast anymore, so we ruin everything. If they haven't figured it out by now, I mean, true story. Come on, yeah. I say that, and you've only had one, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is only because, episode two, so because if you the other one got it. deleted. You did give a spoiler alert on the first podcast we did. Yeah, I had to go back and record that later and insert it. <laughs> well, maybe you need to do the same thing here. <laughs> I probably will. I'll cut this part out. Spoilers. Control spoilers. S. Control S. <laughs> I'm be- I've been moving my phone this whole time. I know. I'm impressed. I actually really yeah. thought I was going to lose you once we got into the, the conversation. Um, nope. I have it in my face. <laughs> so what what's like your honorable mention sorry okay. tangent hey whatever um well i mean i had a really long list actually once i really started thinking about it but mm-hmm. i think um stand by me which is another stephen king one based off it's like the body right the body yeah yeah i stand by me is like if you grew up in the 80s it's the tits it's the oh, movie yeah. like it's everything about life that you're just like it's tragic and it's about friendship and it's about you know love and it's just it's such a good story um and i like where they can take a short story and bring it to life like that yeah um, same with shawshank redemption oh and um love. which is another steven what i said love 
Oh, I thought you said blah. No, I, I said like, love. But those don't make my list because I, I haven't read right, the right, books. Right, right. So, but I 100% agree on the movies. Yeah. Um, and then the other John Grisham, well, two John Grisham ones, uh, Runaway Jury and Pelican Brief. Mm-hmm. Which, Runaway Jury, they completely changed the subtext of what it was about as far as the whole jury trial thing. But other than that, have you seen it and or read it? I have seen it, have okay. not read it. Yeah. So in the movie. Steven probably read it. Okay. In the yeah. movie, they're going after the gun companies. Um, mm-hmm. In the book, they're going after tobacco companies. Ah. So, but other than that, you know, it was really close. It was really good. And, and anything John Grisham, like I said. So. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Can um, I toss on here? Have you, have you read Lovecraft Country? And or no. seen it? No, but I want to on both. Okay, let me just preface this with: Is this a warning? <laughs> the book is so good. I read it in a day. Okay, so good. The series, I have not been impressed with so far. I mm. mean, the it's got a, fen- a phenomenal cast, but it, I, it's just it's. Mm. They changed some stuff, and then they changed the order of how they're doing it. It's got Juicy Smul- Juicy Smulier's sister in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Her name's Journey. If I was her, I would have changed my name. Right. I well, because I saw her in the, in the credits, and I was like, surely she's not related to Juicy Smulier. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. I hope you saw that Dave Chappelle yes i did stand up oh Where my God. He, he's, that's just so the funniest amazing. shit ever and Dave i can't tell is the funniest shit ever oh i love him yeah but back to that it's the okay. book is so great but the show is whoo well i'm trying i'll have to i'll have to so you are still trying yeah You're powering through okay yeah okay eventually i'll finish it but it's you, really, it's good. It's like 1950s. Um, yeah. Nice. It's good. Did you or Steven remember your other um, murder mystery thing yet? Um, No, babe, did you remember my other murder mystery movie? He did not. <laughs> He's like, I gave up on that shit like an hour ago. <laughs> oh, useless. Damn it. Um, Why can't I remember it? I, I wish i could remember too it irritates the piss out of me but okay well no i had to take get out off because yeah, you said, said it wasn't out. a murder mystery <laughs> rude okay well real quick because of the episode that never was and maybe someday will be i thought we'd share our top five favorite murder mystery movies but yeah. apparently you're only gonna get to hey, four let's do it it's it's fine just replace it with Shutter Island because obviously you were thinking of that one anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just so you guys know, we did a whole episode. Um, top five favorite murder mystery movies. So you name all five of yours and then I'll name all five of mine. Okay. So number five of mine was Memento with Guy Pierce. Fantastic movie. Yes. Um, number four was the movie Seven with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. Kevin Spacey. Uh, number four is to be determined. <laughs> it's Shutter <laughs> Island. I can't, I can't remember. I can't either. It's just really irritating. I'm going to remember like in the middle of the That's night. That's what I was going to say. Text me. Ugh, Wake I up will. in the middle of the night and text me. I will. If it wakes me up, I will totally text you. If you remember um, it tonight, I can still edit it in. We'll just shove yeah. it in here. People won't even know. Right. <laughs> so my number three was it's missing. Okay. My number two was the usual suspects with Kevin Spacey. Yes. And my number one was Primal Fear with Ed Norton and Richard Gere. Yes. That was all my good choices. Top five. They're fantastic. Choices. As far as murder mysteries go and like plot twists and like what in the ass? I, you know, <laughs> right? Like, I can't. It just—they're so good. 
And that's how I went with mine, too. Like, for the most part, like, what the fuck did I just watch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so this is still driving me crazy that n- not one of the three of us who knew about this can remember. No, no. getting fucking old, damn it. We're okay. fired. Yeah. Okay. So my number five was Silence of the Lambs. Um, Best Pick Oscar, 1992. Can't go wrong with that. Um. My four was Primal Fear, which, you know, could have been number one because we both agreed and went on for a while about how amazing it was. We did, yeah. Um, Sad you guys will never hear it. Sorry about you. So sad. Uh, Yeah. Number three, Gone Girl. Uh, Number two, Identity. And my number one was Clue. Oh, Clue. I knew. I knew it was going to be... I can't believe that's the only one. one that went with a comedy. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, I'm thinking murder mysteries like that had the crazy plot twists and made you really think about you know what you were watching. Hey, uh, Clue which Clue had did three plot twists uh, yes, at the end. It did, and <laughs> yeah, I think it's really awesome that they put that much effort into it because that yeah. takes a lot. Um. So, yeah, no, I just was sticking more to thrillery type, I guess. No, I agree. All of mine except for one. Well, actually, I had two other comedies on my list. Um, Foul Play, like I had mentioned, and also Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, that's actually on, like, a top, I think, 25 list of best murder mysteries. Yeah. And it just kind of makes me laugh because it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is fantastic. And any 80s, 90s kid, like, loved that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so grossly inappropriate for kids. <laughs> like, I think about all the stuff we watched as kids, and now thinking back on it, it's like, what? All the innuendo is just. Damn, what were our parents thinking? My parents let me watch Halloween when I was six. They clearly were oh, not no. paying attention. Yeah. I, yeah. I had some Children of the Corn and yep. um, The Omen. Ooh. Yes. Talk about nightmares. I think I saw Purple Rain when I was like five or six. That is not yeah. suitable for children. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, actually, you know what the worst movie I ever saw as a small child was? And I had to have been like maybe seven or eight at the absolute oldest. Porky's. Yes. Yeah. Why my mother let me watch Porky's? I need to go. I need to go text her and ask her. Actually, like Porky's, Revenge the of the Nerds, <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. All these movies that we watched are yeah. just so inappropriate for us. But but our Porky's, parents were you working. actually Porky's. You actually got dick. You did. I mean, true. You know, the rest of them had boobs. I mean. But you know what? Land of the Latchkey Kids. Yeah, what we did when the parents weren't around. We watched yeah. inappropriate shit and snuck booze. I mean, it's whatever you could sneak into the VCR. I mean, we used to sneak Dirty Dancing and um, Pretty Woman at my friend's nice. house whenever her mom wasn't looking. He'd be like, okay, parents are in bed. Let's watch Pretty Woman. <laughs> That's awesome. She was more sheltered than me. I was like, Shh, I've already seen Porky's. I've seen Dick. It's right? all over for me. <laughs> nowhere but down from here yeah like you don't want to learn at age seven that uh that the penis is not attractive like it ruins the mystery for you yeah it uh just it it does the job but it is not aesthetically pleasing Mm. yeah yeah anyway okay well this 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 was fun i feel like yeah it's a it's pretty close to a home run as we're gonna get Besides the one that will never be heard. The one we shall never speak of again. Just full of disappointment. <laughs> that's the only thing that's going to make this one not as good as that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> that we've just got this underlying deep sense of disappointment. We keep over talking the about podcast. <laughs> he who shall not be named. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. Podcast that shall not be named. Uh, it's tragic. So tragic. Maybe some uh, internet hacker has it somewhere and he's 
Right now, he's jerking it to our lovely voices, but later he might decide to send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, damn, that that one, she's got a good cackle. I like that. I'm going to rub one out to that cackle. <laughs> she sounds feisty. I bet she's a ginger. <laughs> she sounds just like a ginger. She sounds very ginger-esque. That's right. <laughs> well, you know what? She is. Hey. Yep. There you go. Got mm-hmm. it. Flaunt it. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, like I said, this episode airs while I still have the right to post podcasts and uh, tomorrow Con- we all, <laughs> control S. <laughs> we all live to fight another day. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on. And um if anybody wants to see our full lists of tonight, we will be posting them on all the social media channels. So Facebook, the sip list uh instagram at the simplest pod and twitter also at the simplest pod and Um, i don't want to hear any shit about how terrible my handwriting is oh no are people gonna be able to read it do i need to type it (laughs) you can read it it's just you know it's just not the best (laughs) i thought i thought the photos of the list would be more childlike and pleasing but maybe i just like that Uh uh-uh no okay We're, we're already going with People wanting to see how shitty my handwriting yeah, exactly. is. Exactly. Like, she's like, a you have to do it. and probably a lefty. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not a lefty. All right. Well, we're going to do this again, totes, and obviously because mm-hmm. we're good at this. So um, I will talk to you soon. Happy election yes. night and um, best wishes. Yes. And warmest if, regards. If Trump wins, definitely just keep sipping. Oh, I think keep sipping no matter who wins. Yeah, keep sipping all the time because what else are you going to do with your life? That's right. And you know what? Keep on loving each other. Yeah, that too. We can do it. I believe in us. All right, friends. Well, that wraps it up. Have a great night. And until next time, just keep sipping.